Bang, bang. The Niner gang is dead for the year, folks. Welcome to your favorite podcast, the Dueling Monkeys podcast. We is just Steve today. Uh, big Super Bowl game yesterday. Um, congratulations to both teams who made it. But a big congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, this game definitely showed who has the premier quarterback, who has the premier coaching, and all of that. So, the introduction, the Bang Bang Niner gang is dead. You know, I've got uh, just, I know some people that are big 49er fans, and I hear that all year long and heard it more and more. The further and better the 49ers played and the deeper into the playoffs they went. And, oh, my gosh, to me it's just as bad as the Fly Eagles fly. Yeah, they these It's just as annoying as crap. I'm glad I didn't have to hear it. Thank you, Chiefs, for stopping that for the year. Um, Honestly, I grew up a 49er fan, so I didn't really care who won the game. Um, it was a very good game, very entertaining game. I mean, to to follow this year's trend in the playoffs and everything, it did truly show that whoever dominates the first half ends up losing the game. I think there was only one game in this whole playoff that that wasn't the case. And that was uh, Ravens and Chiefs. It was just the Chiefs came out and just beat up the Ravens from the get-go, but... Pretty much every other game was uh, whoever was dominating the first half ended up losing the game. So, you know, again, congratulations to the Chiefs. All you Swifties out there and all of you that only watch football now because of Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey and their relationship. But they said to get off, to get the, you know, to get the game started off, not to get off, eh. Um, the 49ers did come out and they looked like they were just on a mission. They looked like they were not going to lose. They looked like this game was theirs. The Kansas City Chiefs looked like they should not have even been in the game. And it should have been all 49ers all day long. But, you know, the only reason that the Chiefs, in my mind, stayed in this game was because of their defense. Their defense was solid. Their defense looked really good. The Chiefs' defense looked, to me, the best it had looked all year long. And they held their own. No matter how much the 49ers threw at them, the Christian McCaffrey, that dude can almost, he just almost can never be stopped. You you have to, he, he reminds me of like Mike Allstott. You give him the ball, and he's going to run it. He's going to get his yards. He's going to get what he needs to do. Um, That's what it is. Christian McCaffrey can't be stopped. He's too hard to stop. He gets his own. But, yeah, this, this game was the Niners to lose, man. Like They went up double digits. This is the Kyle Shanahan curse. For those of you who don't know, because... You know, I don't know that there's too many sports listeners on this podcast yet, but um, Kyle Shanahan is the coach for the 49ers. Now, this is, I believe, his fourth or fifth time 
in a championship game or in a Super Bowl game where his team had a double-digit lead and they ended up losing the game. Okay? They they did it this time against the Chiefs. They went up 10 nothing, double-digit lead. Chiefs came back, ended up winning the game. It happened last time when they played in the Super Bowl. The 49ers went up big, double digits. Chiefs came back and won it. Uh, it happened to them versus the Rams, to Kyle Shanahan versus the Rams in the championship game, I believe, the year that the Rams won the Super Bowl a couple years back. Um, so, yeah, Chiefs this year, Chiefs last year, then the Rams, then the Bucks, and then the Chiefs the year prior. So, anyway, and then Kyle Shanahan was on the coaching staff of the Falcons when they were up. 28 to 3 or 28 to 7 over the Patriots. And the Patriots ended up coming back and beating them. Um, so it, it's like the Kyle Shanahan curse. So to me, this this matchup shows how good San Francisco can be. And in the second half, how game how Kyle Shanahan was just managing the game. He turned into a game manager. He didn't turn into, okay, we're going to dominate the game. We're going to keep running how we did in the first and wear out the Kansas City defense and just start racking up points because that's usually what happens. Your defense stays on the field long enough. They're going to wear out. They're not going to be able to keep up with that offense. The 49ers just needed to keep running it and keep passing it. Okay? They were doing so well. They should have kept doing that to me. And they would have won the game. The Super Bowl would have been the 49ers. And there would have been no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But since they turned into game managers in the second half. And just stopped trying, essentially, is what it seemed like. They they lost the game. Outcoached. Because Andy Reid. Andy Reid's Andy Reid. He's, he's an awesome coach. He knows how to coach up that team. He knows how to get them to do you know, run to their potential. Uh, Kyle Shanahan is good, but he's like Dak Prescott. He chokes in the big the big moment. Dak Prescott can be really good, but you put him in a big moment and he chokes it out. That's Kyle Shanahan. He does really well. Put him in the big moment. He chokes it out. Loses, ends up losing a game, okay? That's Kyle Shanahan. So... Just to kind of break down these teams, I had a few thoughts going on. So, like I said before in a prior, I'm not any sports analyst. I'm not a sports writer. I am a fan that watches enough sports. I feel like I do can get a good take on this. So, to me, I feel like we have seen the max potential to the 49ers. They have a high-powered roster that's full of high-paid players. Um, here in a couple years when their Brock Purdy wants to be paid, they're going to have to start dropping some of these premier players. So I think over the next couple years, you're going to see another really strong performances from the 49ers. I think they'll probably make it to one of the next two Super Bowls and potentially win one of them. Um, they're that good. They are that good. They just, 
Her coach just needs to learn to coach to win and not coach to manage, you know, game manage a game. And like I said, they would have won that game easy. So easy. They would have won it. But we know what we're getting out of the 49ers. You're getting a strong defense. You're getting a strong offense. You're really good on both sides of the ball. You're almost impossible to stop. My thing, though, is, like I said, when contracts start coming due, um, I'm not saying Brock Purdy's bad, but I think he's a good quarterback on a great team. I think it's another Colin Kaepernick scenario. Uh, I think once that team starts to disband and they start to rebuild a little bit, you're going to see Brock Purdy take the Colin Kaepernick decline, and he's going to come back down to earth. I think he'll keep his put. I think he'll be better than Kaepernick. I think he'll keep his jong, jong, his job longer than Kaepernick did. But he's gonna hit a you know grim reality that life is different when you don't have Christian McCaffrey as your running back. You don't have Brandon Ayuk, and you don't have Debo Samuel running out catching every ball you throw. It's a different world when you're running with a. Uh, not top 10, you know, receivers, top 15, top 10 receivers, and the number one running back in the league, the game's a lot different. It's so much different. And it it's, like I said, not nagging on the 49ers at all. Their team is good. They're going to be back in the Super Bowl with it pro- possibly the next two years. I think they'll win one of them. Um... I think they'll win one of the next two years. Uh, I honestly think that the Chiefs, so here's my here's my kind of take on it. Well, so, like I said, 49ers, they'll be good. They'll stay good. They're going to be good for the next two, three years before contracts come due. The Chiefs, I still, oh, my gosh, they have room to improve. They're going to move on from Kadarius Tony. They're going to find a way to get off of his contract. They're going to try to find a way to get rid of him, probably get rid of uh, Valdez Scantling, probably move on from a couple other players, and they're going to bring in a premier wide receiver or two, and they're going to run it back. They're going to be in the Super Bowl again probably next year, you know, barring injuries. You know, you don't wish injuries on anybody, but say there's no injuries. I think the Chiefs, if they make the right moves this offseason, bring in some premier wide receivers to help out Mahomes so Mahomes doesn't have to go and take the game into his hand, you know, take the whole game into his hands to make sure that his team's going to win, which is what he did and which is why the Chiefs won is because... Patrick Mahomes turned into Patrick Mahomes and took that game over and started doing what Mahomes does best, picking apart defenses, running the ball, passing the ball, getting it over, you know, getting it to who needs it. So if you look at the Chiefs now and you add, say, Mike Evans on there or uh, who's coming up free, like T. Higgins from the Bengals, if they're able to get one or two of those guys, the the rest of the league, you're on notice, man. That offense is going to be 
awesome. Their defense is going to get better next year because as the season went on, that defense got stronger. They got better as they became a unit and as they started playing together. So come next year, that Kansas City defense is going to be scary. They're going to have a whole off season to practice together, to play together. And since they've already improved, you're going to see more improvement. You're going to see them a lot better. Okay? That defense is going to be scary. They're going to add a couple pieces on offense, whether it's, you know, another offensive lineman or two or bringing in a premier wide receiver. Rashi Rice is just improving and getting better. So you got to watch out for that guy. Yeah, he sh he had a fumble in the red zone, but so did Christian McCaffrey, okay? Even the best running back in the league has mishaps, okay? It happens. Nobody's perfect in the game, but it's just not letting those turnovers get to you, okay? So the Chiefs, I really think, are going to end up bringing in Mike Evans or they're going to try their, their darndest to get Mike Evans in there. Tampa Bay has already kind of shot themselves in the foot with that. Uh, Evans wanted a contract at the start of the year, and they told him no. And they're not going to have any contract negotiations, and now Mike Evans is a free agent. If I was on it, this is me, my mentality. If I'm coming into the start of the season and I ask my team management and ownership and GM, whatever, whoever you're talking to, say, hey, I want a contract. I want to get more money. I, you know, I want to extend my time here. And they flat out tell me no. I'm going to go, my mind, I'm going to go, okay, I'm done when my contract is over. I'm, I'm moving on. Okay. Mike Evans took a pay cut to keep the team intact so they could win a Super Bowl. He took another pay cut to keep the team intact to try to run it back and win a Super Bowl again, which we all know fell short and the Rams ended up winning it. Mike Evans has done a lot for that organization to save them money, to help build up that team. And like I said, Tampa's still a really good team. They're missing a few more pieces before they're going to run it and be, you know, a, a team to watch all the time. But, like I said, to me, if I was a player and they said, no, we're not giving you a contract, okay, I'm done. I'm gone. I'm out of that organization. There's so many other teams out there that would be willing to pay you, willing to coax you over there and say, look, especially Kansas City, if they can move on from Kadarius Tony, Scantling, you know, draft a wide receiver or bring in, you know, T. Higgins and Mike Evans. That would be a scary duo on receivers there. Mike Evans is the most underrated wide receiver in the NFL. People don't give this guy credit. He's had crappy quarterbacks 95% of his career. And dude is putting up over 1,000 yards every season. No other quarter wide receiver has done that in their career. From start from their rookie season on, has not done a 1,000 yards or more a season. Mike Evans has done it. 11 straight years, rookie, all the way through year 11, 1,000-plus yards a year. Okay? 
Now think if he gets put with a Mahomes. He's going to be hitting 1,500-plus yards the rest of his contract if he signs with the Chiefs. Mark my words on that. He's going to be getting 1,500 or more or darn close to it, okay? You're going to see the true potential of Mike Evans once he gets on a good team. And I, like I said, I get a gut feeling that the Chiefs are going to pick him up. Chiefs have room to improve. Chiefs have room to... I know they're tight, their salary cap's a little tight, but they have, they can move on from dudes. They can move on from them, trade them, drop them, whatever, and bring on another contract or two. And that's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to bring on somebody that's going to, you know, some receivers that are going to help out Mahomes, and they're going to be even scarier next year. Like, to me, if you would have taken Patrick Mahomes and thrown him current Mahomes and put him on the 49ers that team would have only lost two or three games all season Brock Purdy's good but he's no freaking Mahomes Mahomes is just Tom Brady 2.0 he's the modern era Tom Brady okay Tom Brady knew how to dissect defenses he knew how to tear defenses apart he knew how to do all that and get what he wanted and he was able to take the bot, the game into his hands and run it the way he wanted it. That's what Mahomes is doing. But Mahomes does a lot of fancier throws. He does a lot of weird quirky things that Tom Brady didn't do. And he said, you're Mahomes. Mahomes is Brady 2.0. I, th uh, I think by the end of uh, Mahomes' career, you know, you know, God willing, he stays healthy his whole career, doesn't get any injuries. He's going to be touted as one of the, the goats in the NFL. He's going to be a top three quarterback before his career is done. Possibly the top quarterback. He's not been it. You know, he's the last six years. It's only taken six years and the Chiefs are a dynasty already. Three, they've won three times in the last six years. We've all seen the only way. To beat the Chiefs in the Super Bowl is to be the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are the only team to beat them in the Super Bowl. So whatever the Bucks do, mimic that. You'll beat the you'll beat the Chiefs, right? Um, but it took the goat. It took the goat quarterback. Here's here's the thing too. I told before that season that the Buccaneers won with Tom Brady. I told my coworkers. I told my buddies. I was like, you watch. The Buccaneers are one great quarterback away from, you know, playoff contention, possibly winning a Super Bowl. They dropped Jameis Winston, brought in Tom Brady, instantly won the Super Bowl. And I looked at him and I go, I freaking told you. That team is good. They are still good. Kansas City's good. They're going to get better this offseason. They're going to get scarier. It's going to be a fun season next year. Just don't draft Travis Kelsey in your fantasy leagues. I did that. Screwed me up. Almost screwed me over. I took second place, but if Kelsey would have, you know, I ran it on it before. If he would have uh, performed and at least gotten me five points, I would have freaking won my fantasy league. Anyway, congratulations, Kansas City Chiefs. On your back-to-back -back wins, it would be really cool to see you go for a three-peat. 
I don't like seeing three peats personally, but the Chiefs are a team that aren't a hated team. People like the Chiefs. They have the cool players you want to like. They have the nice players you want to like. It's not like the Lakers. It's not like uh, the Cowboys where you have the popular fan base and then you have just the big-time haters. I don't see that with Kansas City. Maybe it's just a Utah thing, but maybe they have those outside of the bubble I'm in. But as I see it, they don't have the big-time haters. So, I mean, that'd be cool to see a three-peat. It would be the first time in NFL history. That would be great. But, like I said, there's a lot of improvement the Chiefs have to do, and they have the potential to get scarier. I think we've seen as scary as San Francisco gets, and they're they're as good as they're going to get, I think. Cap, you know, salary cap wise, they've got some of the better defensive players in the league. They've got some of the best offensive weapons in the league. I think their only way they can improve is quarterback. Like, I'm not knocking Brock Purdy at all because he did really good in that system. He played really well in that system. But it's another, to me, another Tampa Bay. You put in a great quarterback in there, they're winning the Super Bowl. Tom Brady, I mean, Brock Purdy's good. If you put in there Mahomes in there, which he's not going to go over there, or you put in a Josh Allen or a Justin Herbert or, a, you know, one of one of those top premier quarterbacks, they're winning the Super Bowl. Easy, hands down. They're going to take it. They're going to win it. I think that's the only way San Francisco can improve. But, like I said, Brock Purdy's not bad at all. He's not. He's a good quarterback. He doesn't turn the ball over. He knows how to get the ball where it needs to go. He's just not a premier quarterback. He is a good quarterback on a great team. But, that being said, I'll stop my rant and if you're listening to this and haven't watched the Super Bowl, sorry for the spoiler, but it was a great game. There were a couple calls that, there's like two calls that really bothered me. One missed call, one that was called, but in the end, whatever, that was a very, very fairly officiated game. It didn't favor either team. I don't care what you say, what... Whoever says it, they let the dudes play. They only called what absolutely had to be called. They ran it fair. They ran it nice. It was fun to just see the game run and play. And not every other play, there's a whistle because somebody looked at the player funny or whatever. Like LeBron's out there playing football and trying to get a foul. Like Anyway, whatever. <laughs> Before I get into that rant... But, again, congratulations, Kansas City Chiefs. You are the Super Bowl champs. Let's see if you can three-peat it. That would be great. But if not, you know, 49ers will probably be there to take it next year. You know, like I said, barring injuries. But, you know, I wish everybody a happy, happy, healthy season next year. Everybody can play hard, do well, and we can see some good football. 
Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Dueling Monkeys. Thankful to have you here. Thankful for listening. We love you guys. Bye. Oh, thank you.